Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Well, as we tend to do on Mondays during football season, we're going to take a look back at the week that was for two of the teams you're going to hear most often right here on 98.9 WYRZ, the Avon Orioles and the Plainfield Quakers. And, of course, those two teams actually met in week one uh, here on WYRZ. This past Friday, it was the aforementioned Plainfield Quakers. They played host to the Tri-West Bruins. What a great Great game. I was actually out there announcing that game, doing the play-by-play. Phenomenal uh, performance from two just phenomenal football programs. And uh, we're going to speak with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Take a look back at that big win that they picked up on uh, on Friday night, and we will take a look ahead to their big matchup coming up uh, uh, this Friday at Mooresville. Then we're going to speak with Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. They fell to 1-1 one one with a hard loss against Ben Davis on Friday, but they will be back in action, and they'll be back in action right here on these WYRZ 98.9 airwaves this Friday with a huge matchup. They kick off the Hoosier Crossroads Conference play against Hamilton Southeastern. So we'll take a look back at Ben Davis. Look ahead to Hamilton Southeastern on Friday night with Mark Bless. But first, we speak with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, about their big win last Friday against Tri-West. Speak with Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, how's it going? I'm great, Rob, and yourself? I'm great. Big win on Friday night. Your team looked really good both sides of the ball. you got to be pleased. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I thought Tri-West, you know, we knew coming in, we thought we had some, they had some really good athletes, um, especially on, on their defense. Um, very good defensive secondary. Uh, we thought we might have an, a little bit of an advantage up front with our O-line versus their D-line and uh, as well as our D-line versus their O-line. Uh, I, I thought that that probably, you know, played out over the course of the game. I thought we were a little bit better up front than they were. And, and really that became, you know, kind of the tail of the game. You know, I, I thought our, our guys' ability to be physical up front, um, you know, kind of dictated the uh, um, the game overall. But uh, uh, we, we did not play as well as, as I would have liked uh, in front of our home fans. But at, at the end of the day, um, we get the win, and that's what's most important. All right, let's talk about number 76, Garrett Lee. This guy's a beast. Yeah, yeah Garrett's a big guy, you know, and, and, and some will remember – our starting nose last year, Emmanuel Walker, was another really big dude. Uh, and, and Garrett would come in and play a little bit in in, uh, in spell of, of, uh, of Emmanuel. <clears throat> At any rate, uh, Garrett is a is a fantastic football player. Um, shouldn't be able to move as, as well as he moves for a kid that weighs you know three hundred and a lot. He's <laughs> just a big guy, um, you know. But uh, great kid, a uh, lot of fun to coach, a lot of fun to be around, and. Uh, you know, looking forward to seeing him continue to do great things in his final year in our program. Now, I don't know how accurate the program is, but they list him as like 5'10", 375. And we were commenting on Friday, to put that in perspective, that's like two and a half of me. 
Yeah, he, he's probably a little bit taller than that. I think that that's an old height, but I would say the the uh, the weight is is fairly accurate. And uh, you know, one of the big goals for us with Garrett this year is kind of a, a play off of the NFL play sixty thing. You know, of, of you know young people playing outside for sixty minutes. You know, one of the big challenges for Garrett is play sixty plays. You know, and that's you you don't really think a whole lot about that, but for a, a guy that's that big. Um, you know that that's not always an easy task, but uh, he he's a large mammal, and I'm a, you know I tell you you know him him being in the middle for us uh, helps our linebacking core out so much because you know he's he's playing a gap to a gap, and and you have to you have to commit to offensive linemen to block Garrett, and if you don't do that. Um, then he, he can really wreak some havoc. Yeah, the reason I mentioned that is because, as you just touched on, you guys totally controlled the defensive line throughout the course of that game. Mm-hmm. And part of that was they were putting two guys on him, and you look at the, their weights, and some of their linemen are like 230, 240, which are pretty big for 3A football. But, sure. but, I, but I mean, it's right. they got no chance. Right, yeah. And, and it's, you know, I mean, you and I have talked before, you know, and I, I refer to it as, as football physics problems. And, you know, just like us two weeks ago, uh, our defensive line versus Avon's offensive line, you know, our 230-pound defensive tackle versus their 300-pound tackle, you know, they're going to win most of those matchups. And it has nothing to do with coaching. It has nothing to do with uh, ability level always. I mean, rarely do you find the, the Robert Mathis's, you know, former Colt, you know, retired guy that's in that kind of 240 to 250-pound range that can go toe-to-toe with, with guys that are 300-plus. I mean, that's – that's that's rare, you know, and, uh, you know, at the high school level, uh, certainly, you know, the, the the bigger, stronger guy usually wins the battle. Get our guest, Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. The run attack, uh, we saw it start to develop last year, that two-headed monster of Anderson and Gaudia, mm-hmm. and uh, really, really did a nice job of that on Friday night. Yeah, in a, in a night where uh, things weren't going as well as we wanted to, you know, throwing the ball, being able to lean on two really good running backs. I think they're a, they're a really good one-two punch. I think, you know, Dawson is a little bit more of a power runner, uh, whereas Tavian uh, is, has a little bit more quickness and, and is at the hole right now. And, and it's that kind of, you know, some people refer to Tavian as a change of pace back. Um, but you could go either way with that, you know, when you're used to having someone you know, with the speed and the quickness of, of Octavian. And then, and then Dawson is more of a, uh, like I said, the, the downhill hammer kind of a guy. I think they play very well off of one another. They're both also very good receivers. Uh, I think, you know, that that's an aspect that, that we've yet to really uh, tap into this, this year because they both uh, really good football players. And, and in a night where we needed them, uh, they were there for us. Slayton's obviously a tremendous quarterback, but as you said, just having a little trouble for whatever reason the team was throwing the ball on Friday night. How long does it take you as a coach to figure out, okay, that's not working. This is, it becomes a run oriented attack. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think you ever give up on, you know, any aspect of your game. You know, typically there's, there's some reason why something isn't going as it, as it should, Uh, whether it's just, you know, someone having an off night, which is, you know, which is possible. I, you know, there's nothing like putting your your career in the in the hands of a 17 year old. You know, and that's you know that's that's in essence what high school coaches do. You know, it's not it's not Xbox where you hit the B button and, and the quarterback or the running back does whatever they're supposed to do. You know, in the case of Ben uh, or any any player, you know, you I think you continue to uh, stick by him and and you keep doing what you're doing. Um, but you certainly, when in those moments where you might uh, 
you know, you might call the game a little bit differently when you realize, hey, this, you know, we're struggling to get the job done through the air. So I think at that point in time, you realize, hey, we're going to have to hang our hat. If we're going to win this thing, we're going to have to hang our hat in the run game. And I think that's kind of what uh, we saw in the second half a little bit. Really both teams, you know, I mean, I, I thought, you know, Tri-West made a concerted effort to, to run the ball in the, in the second half and, and which is what shortened the game so much. They held, held the ball in the third quarter for such a long time. Um, you know, it's it's uh, just one of those facets of the game. Like I said, you don't give up on anyone, but you do adjust your game plan for sure. Speaking of Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, they were victorious 21-7 over the Tri-West Bruins on Friday night. The run attack is so different, too, because uh, and it's interesting to watch from the press box to see these plays develop where Anderson will literally take his time, look for a hole. The play develops much slower. Gotti is out there. He's just looking for someone to run over. Yeah, it's it's uh, like I said earlier, they're, they're definitely two different backs. And, um, you know, Tavian is uh, is super quick, super fast feet. Um, but, but just doesn't, doesn't weigh a lot, you know, and, and, you know, Tavian can be one of those kids that, uh, um, you know, he is, he is at the hole in a hurry. And, and that, I think that's what, you know, that's the reason why he is, he is so effective. Do you schedule plays based on which back is in the game? I mean, because you were running straight ahead with Gotti very effectively and, and it was around the edges where you found more success with Anderson. Um, that's a good question. I, I definitely think uh, different backs have, have different runs that, that they're um, that they're better at. Uh, I, I think um, you know, in the case of our two guys, um, yeah, I think they both can can do you know any 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 parts of our offense and any of our run run plays. I think they're all you know, they're, they're very good. Um, so no, I, I don't think our guys in this particular case have one run that's better than another necessarily however there have been times where i have had running backs that you know for whatever reason um you know they're an inside the tackles runner versus an outside the tackles runner they just you know they're just better at one or the other you know and uh i don't think our guys are quite that way but and sometimes maybe on a friday night it might seem like one guy is getting more you know runs of of, of the outside nature versus inside sometimes that's just the nature of them being in there at the the given time because we're we try to sub those guys in you know our it's fresh legs means the world to us uh, from our running backs uh, Coach, I love the start of your schedule now. Not to say it wasn't okay before, but I love this sure. now that it's two Hendricks County schools. They're both really good. You're bigger than one. You're smaller than one. But it's two really good tests. I mean, Tri-West is a really, really good 3A football team. Absolutely. I mean, I told our players this you know, this last week, you know, they're, they've been to the, the state finals six times. They've won four state championships. And, you know, that 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 cultural piece of – uh, what we, you know, what they do. I mean, it's, you know, success breeds success and, and those kids know how to win and they know how to play football. Um, you know, they just played a West Lafayette team as we talked very good and, and a couple of plays go differently. Um, you know, that's a different game for them. So, um, you know, a lot of people have asked me, you know, why are you guys playing Tri-West? And, you know, it's sometimes I, I get kind of snarky. I'm like, well, is, is you know, are, are we not allowed to play any school smaller than we are? Or how, how, how does that exactly work? And, you know, we, we don't have any problem playing in other sports, but, you know, it's one of those things where um, I think it's a great game. I, I respect the heck out of their coaching staff. You know, the, their coach, Tyler Bruce, is a first-year coach. He's a young coach, um, you know, and uh, look forward to keeping those guys on the schedule because I think it's a great uh, rivalry and a great matchup. All right, uh, Friday night, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to Mooresville we go. What do the Pioneers bring to the table? 
Uh, definitely one of those teams that I think are better than uh, they show on their their you know what their record is and how they played their games. Um, they played you know they lose to to a Lebanon team who you know this this past week you know, beats uh, Zinesville who you know beat a really good Pike team. You know and of course you get into those those things where. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's it's you don't want to compare schedules, you know, but but you do look at scores and, and those kind of things. But they've got some players that uh, are, are really scary. I think the thing that that worries me most about uh, these guys would be their quarterback. Uh, he's he's kind of uh, who would I compare him to? Brett Favre, without the you know without the ability to throw it way way down the field. Um, you know, those of you that will remember Brett Favre, you know, just kind of <laughs> scrambling all over the place, kind of a gunslinger kind of mentality. Uh, that's this kid. You know, he can beat you with his feet. Uh, he's kind of, you know, again, backyard football, kind of throw it up over your head, you know, when he's scrambling around. Uh, they do have some good wide receivers that, that can catch the ball. You know, it's all, all fine and well to throw it, but you got to have guys that can catch it, and they do. Um, so I think that's the strength of their team. You know, those – his ability to extend plays, you know, and to create some plays as well. How much does, you mentioned this pass attack, but how much does having a guy like Garrett Lee to circle back up front and being able to put three guys down on the line if you want make it easier to defend the pass because you can have an extra guy out there that's taking care of receivers? Well, you, you have to be able to, to con, you know, at least when we say control the line of scrimmage, you at least have, you have to have some kind of a presence there, you know, because you can't, you can't just commit everybody to stopping the pass, you know, and, and that's, you know, uh, that we saw that at the Avon game when we, when we committed more guys to, to throw the ball, you know, they gained an advantage in the running game. Uh, so it's that, that balance between the both, um, you know, defensively, we talk a lot about playing situational football and we might play uh, different packages or different players in different, in different, you know, places in terms of where the sticks are, you know, third and 12, is going to dictate a different package of players or plays than a, than a third and three. Um, but having a good defensive line is, is where it all starts. And same, you know, the same token for the offensive line. You know, having those group of five or six guys, you know, is going to dictate how we play on any given Friday night because games are typically won along the line of scrimmage. I don't care what what you say. You know, if you have a high octane offense that throws it all over the place, well, that's fine. But you better protect your passer, and if you can't do that, you're going to struggle. Get our guess. Uh, and this, Go ahead. And I just, I just no, just in general. I mean, I, I think that's that's an important facet of the game that sometimes is lost. Get our guest Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, the final few minutes we have left here. I know you want to be undefeated. I know you want to win every game, but let's face it, one and one. That's a pretty good start considering you what you come out of the box with. You'd probably take that, right? Sure. Well, it's better knowing too, you know, and, and I mean, that's, you know, I mean, not, not to be kind of flipping about it, but you know, it really, that's the truth. You know I mean? We weren't happy with how we played on Friday uh, offensively. Um, I thought we played great defensively, you know, but it was nice to come in Saturday morning and correct mistakes in a win. And it's a lot easier to do that at, at least as coaches um, because it's, it's, you know, uh, it's a tough deal. You know, we know we play good opponents. So, you know, being one and one, uh, is 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 maybe not where I wanted to be. I would have liked to have been two and zero. You know, I thought we had a legitimate chance to compete with Avon. That didn't happen uh, the way I wanted it to. But you know, you move on, and and that's that's the the name of the game. You know, the Tri West game is behind us now, and we're ready. For, you know, looking forward to Mooresville this Friday.
All right, Coach, uh, we always end the show with talking about people behind the scenes that don't get a lot of credit, and I've never done this before in the history of this show. We always let you talk about it. I'm going to pick the people this week, if that's okay, and just let you talk yeah, about sure. them. Is that, is that okay? The, the, stat, the stats guys. These guys are phenomenal. Like, we have real-time stats at the Plainfield football game. It is makes our job so much easier as broadcasters. These guys, they're unbelievable. Yeah, Jeff Sherman came on to our staff last year as our stat person, and, and – uh, I mean, he's he's big time stat guy. I mean, he does does some stuff with the Colts, have done stuff with the Indians, um, and just you know, I mean, is a professional stat person. And uh, uh, we added Matt Craig, who's a chemistry teacher here at the high school, to kind of uh, supplement uh, and 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 work with him uh, to do some of the things that, that is required of him. So yeah, I mean, those those stat books that you're getting on Friday night, um, you know, those are the same things that that, that college teams get. On Saturdays, I'm not I'm not too familiar with with what the NFL teams use. I know they're on a little bit different platform than you know when you got ten stat guys in the box doing <laughs> stuff. You know they're operating on a little bit different level. But uh, yeah, it's a professional group for sure. Um, you know when I talk to you on these shows, I'm looking at our stat and our on our scorebook. So um, they're invaluable. You know that's one of those little things that, that head coaches don't ever think about when they get jobs. Who's going to do your stats? And uh, you know those have to get turned in on Friday night to the star and. That's not something you can just go back and watch on tape and get, you know, get accurate like like uh, our guys can. Yeah, coach, they're, they're phenomenal. Some of the, I'm not just right now. They are the best of all the schools we do. Of all the schools covered, they're, they're the best. They're awesome. That's great. I love to hear that. I'll make sure I pass it along to those guys. All right, uh, coach. Good job. Let's get a big win on uh, Friday night. We'll talk to you next Monday. Rob, appreciate it, buddy. Take care and have a great week. Take a quick break. When we come back, we will speak with Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. You're listening to Central Indiana today. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. We speak now with Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles, friend of the show. What a phenomenal coach Mark Bless is. Great program there at Avon. And a tough week for the Orioles last Friday night. They did fall to the Ben Davis Giants. But they're back at it this Friday. Huge game for them. They're going to kick off Hoosier Crossroads Conference play at Hamilton Southeastern against the Royals. Always one of the premier games in the state every year. We're going to have the call for you Friday night, uh, 7 o'clock kickoff, uh, right here on 98.9 WYRZ. And to get you ready, here's my conversation with the Avon Orioles. Mark Bless. Speak with a good friend, Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Hey, obviously, I ran into a very good Ben Davis team on on Friday night. One of the best players, if not the best player in the state of Indiana. He's a he's a whirlwind and a lot of fun to watch if you're not playing against him. <laughs> yes, he's uh, he's very dynamic. Uh, 
uh, he can do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we've seen him a few times over the years, and I think he just keeps getting better. Um, Bruce Taylor, you know, he's, he's good with speed. He's good with his arm. Uh, he makes things happen for him, and he's very difficult to defend. And you know, hopefully one of these days we'll figure it out before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it last uh, last Monday on the Coaches Show, preparing for Ben Davis. You know, how do you even prepare for this guy? Was there really anything you can do when you're playing against a guy that is that good? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, we we tackle better in open field. Um, and a little disappointed in our defense that that we weren't able to bring down opponents in open field, and it's, it's been a little bit of a problem the last two weeks. And something we certainly made it a point of emphasis to get better. So we need to keep uh, drilling it and and you know, just make improvements with open field tackling. You always try to find the bright spots in any game, and you put up 20 points against pretty good Ben Davis defense. Offensively, who are a couple of the stars out there? Well, I was I was very pleased with their offensive line. Graded out very well. Um, you know, and, and when we did run the ball, we were able to establish the line of scrimmage and give us creases to be able to run the ball. Um, only gave up one sack, and that was late in the game. But unfortunately, we you know, we – got behind a couple touchdowns and, and had to change our game plan and throw the ball probably more than what we had planned to do going in. Uh, but I thought Samson James, of course, ran well at 140 yards rushing. And, you know, with, with that combination with a, a pretty good offensive line and a very good running back, we should be able to run the ball. Uh, but as I mentioned, uh, we had to switch gears a little bit, knowing that the strength of their defense is their secondary. And, uh, you know, a couple times they, they definitely made nice plays. And unfortunately, we had a couple drops throughout the game. But all in all, I was very pleased with what the guys up front got accomplished. Coach, how much pressure does it put on your offense when you know, hey, man, you're you're playing against a team that they're going to score 40 points just, just by showing up? Well, we'd like to not let that happen. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, with, with the explosiveness that they have, um, I think, you know, you got to – try to play very good special teams, not turn the ball over, and be able to tackle and open field. Uh, you know, we had two turnovers and an interception that was very well covered and made a great play on the ball. And then a um, fumble once we completed a nice pass. Um, DB took the ball away from our receiver coming down to the ground, and that was really a nice play on their part. And then, of course, special teams play uh, wasn't as strong as we needed it to be. Uh, you know, once we scored the first touchdown, and then their answer was returning uh, the, the next kickoff for a score. Um, you know, we can't allow that to happen. We got to be better in the, both those situations. Is one of the positives playing a team like Ben Davis this early? I mean, they're probably the fastest team. That's probably the most talented guy you're going to see all year. Does it help sort of put everybody else in perspective and maybe make everybody else a little bit easier? Well, I don't, I don't know if it makes it easier, but um, the game might slow down a little bit with some of our opponents we'll see. Um, but I, I always like playing a very good team early in the season. It helps you identify some weaknesses that you've got to work on to get better. Uh, it helps the players draw attention to detail uh, where maybe they can get away with something in a win. But a little more focused Monday when we return uh, to the practice field to get better, get sharper. Um, so, you know, all, all said and done, an early season loss can make you a lot better. So that's what, uh, what we're hoping for this week.
Again, our guest, Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, you obviously have a very veteran team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You don't have to enforce anything to them, right? I mean, they, they feel bad about it. They want to get out there and win. You probably don't have to do a whole lot of motivational speaking to them on, on Saturday morning film viewing or, or today when you guys head out to practice. No, absolutely not. Our, our guys are highly motivated, and they understand. They see the big picture. Um, and they're a fun group to coach. Uh, a lot of them have figured it out. Um, and, you know, we don't put all the whole season into one game, and I think they realize that, that, that we've got multiple games to play and let's worry about making our weaknesses a stronger point of our team. Coach, one of the things that your team has always done throughout your tenure is you guys have always seemed to bounce back really well. What do you do after a loss that you've had this success of kids coming back the next week and seeming to play a lot better? Like, what do you say to them? How do you get them going? Well, I think it's just a challenge. Um, you know, just challenge them to compete stronger, get your skill set in order. And I think, like I said, it helps our kids focus in a little bit better. All right, uh, Coach, let's take a, lo a look ahead to this coming Friday night. Huge game. We open the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. Let's talk about Hamilton Southeastern. What do they bring to the table? Uh, well, you know, when you play HSE, they're always fundamentally sound, a good discipline program, well coached. And, and, you know, that's kind of one of our words of the week. We've got to be disciplined. We've got to do things that uh, the right way and, and be in the right spots at the right time. Because when you play a team like that, you want to make sure that uh, you try to level the, the playing field by being the way they are. Um, you know, they've always had a good ground game, uh, able to pass the ball, and defensively, a slanting, aggressive defense uh, that will come out and hit you. I'm really excited about this game as I am every year, Coach, but I'm really excited about the battle up front. You guys always have such a – or you do this year have a, such a great offensive line. They've got always, in years past, had a good defensive line. I'm excited about watching that battle in between the tackles. Right, right. And, you know, for, for people that really appreciate the game of football, that's where a lot of the activity takes, takes place. Uh, you know, your, your typical fan will watch the ball and travel with the ball. And, and I think people that have a, have a very strong under, understanding and appreciation of the game, they're going to watch uh, the big guys up front and see what, what takes place that way. Get our guest Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Don't forget, you can also hear the simulcast of the Avon HSE game Friday night on WYRZ Radio 98.9 here in Hendricks County. So you'll be able to listen to it if you can't view the game on Audio Sports Online. Um, coach, that's a, that's a big trip for you guys. Obviously, you got to go up up to Fishers. Um, give us give our audience a little bit of a play-by-play -play of how you guys get ready on Friday to go to a game. Now we, we need to do a little better job uh, traveling to HSC to play. Uh, their student section is always a, a loud and rowdy group. Um, and for whatever reason, we haven't traveled real well to play up at HSC. So that's kind of the, the challenge today is control the things we can control and don't let the outside factors take you out of your game. Uh, but, you know, we usually have the boys back uh, by 4 o'clock in the building, and we'll do a walkthrough offense and defense and then load the bus and make the trip, uh, get there. Uh, hopefully we don't hit too much traffic, but it's usually a difficult ride on 465. Um, but once we get there, we want to get in the locker room and then get out of the locker room for what we call a slow stretch, led by our strength coach, Coach Smith, and just kind of get the, the body ready. And then we'll actually do a little bit of movement drills, and then we'll do a team warm-up, and then we're in our pregame mode. 
Uh, so we want to make sure we handle this trip a little better than what we've done in the past. You'll be coaching. You're one of the best in the state. You'll be coaching against one of the best in the state. Our good friend Scott May will be talking to him here in a couple hours. I love great coaching matchups in high school football, and I'm sure it excites you too. Oh, it does. It does. It's just like last week with the, the Ben Davis game. And we express to our kids as coaches, we enjoy these type of games because, you know, certainly uh, Coach May and his staff are going to be able to make adjustments, and hopefully we have adjustments to their adjustments, and it goes back and forth. Uh, it comes down to the players making plays on the field, but we need to try to put them in the best possible position to be successful. This game was for years the opening game of the regular season. I, I kind of miss having that huge matchup week one. Uh, <laughs> you, how do you feel about it being a week three now? Well, I'm glad you miss it because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting some of the kinks worked out before we get to this conference play. Oh, but I mean, it's just such a fabulous matchup, and you guys are always right there. You and Southeastern both at the top of the Hoosiers Crossroads Conference. It, it, it's it got to be a lot of adrenaline out there to know, hey, this could be a huge game in terms of who takes home the hardware this year. It is. It is, and I think every every conference game is a huge game for us that week. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like that um, you know there are four front leaders in in the conference and. You know, typically, it's one of a handful of teams that's going to be competing at that spot by the end of the conference play. Well, Coach, we're super excited again. Let all the audience know you can hear the game simulcast Friday night in addition to Audio Sports Online, also on WYRZ 98.9. Best of luck on Friday night. We'll look forward to talking to you next Monday. Very good, Rob. Thank you so much for all you do. Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. And don't forget, you can catch the action Friday night, Avon and Hamilton Southeastern, 7 o'clock, right here on 98.9 WYRZ. Yours truly, Rob Kendall, on the call of that one. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, if you missed any part of our conversation with Brian Woodard of the Plainfield Quakers or the aforementioned Mark Bless, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.